We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's No Talk 1071. And um, this is the, the blizzard. We can call it a blizzard. We can call it a storm. It doesn't have to be a snow event, I've decided. Because events are fun. Uh, Bradley, trainer. We have the lovely meteorologist, Ren Claire in from downstairs at KSTP. Good afternoon, you guys. Good Thanks afternoon. For me. It's so good to finally um, have, I don't think, I don't know, it's been a long time. If you have been on the show before, Ren, it's been, it's been a, a long, long time. time. And I don't think I have. Maybe my first my first year I popped up, said hi with Dave. I don't know. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I but think. it's now been, I think, what, since 2018 since yes, you've been with KSCP? Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. And uh, we thought we had to turn to the real deal when it comes to figuring out how to deal with what's headed our way. Yes. And there's no better place to turn let's than Rent Claire. So. Yeah, let's get into Where it. are we and what do we need to know? <laughs> I like that. Where are we? That's yeah. a very good question. <laughs> yeah. We're we're looking down the barrel of a multi-day storm. And the first round won't be the heaviest snowfall, but that's what's approaching the southwest and west metro right now. We already have snow in place across most of Wright County. That light snow is entering Hennepin County. It's going to be a slow-going commute here this evening. And we do have the chance for about three to six inches of snowfall overnight into tomorrow morning with a narrow band of six to eight that sets up southwest of the metro, more so towards west central and southwestern Minnesota. So some totals that high are possible by tomorrow morning. Now, with the temperatures we have and the winds we have, the blowing and drifting snow won't be an issue for us just yet, you guys. But by tomorrow, that starts to change. Snow is light in the morning. But by the afternoon, and especially tomorrow night, the snow is heavy, with snowfall rates even up to about one to two inches per hour. And our winds will be very strong. We'll be looking at sustained winds around 25 to 30 miles per hour and some gusts up to about 40 to 45 miles per hour. So that snow will blow and drift. So you guys ready? Do you want to hear more about totals for tomorrow night? Yes. Yeah, just okay. take us through where okay. we think we're headed. I know there are a lot of numbers out, you know, out there on social media. We, we have a, a bet. lot. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on, but but actually over the two days that we're dealing with this, especially from this afternoon through Thursday night, our snowfall totals have remained rather consistent even since last week. The reason why you're hearing so many snowfall totals thrown out there is because we're trying to break down time points Mm. as well for folks because it really is going to matter when you're trying to be out on the roadways. Like, for example, this evening uh, we'll have potentially a couple inches of snow overlapping with the evening commute, but this first round through tonight into tomorrow morning is that three to six inches of snowfall. It's the second round Wednesday night through Thursday 
that brings us the potential for easily about 10 to 16 inches of snow and isolated 18. So when you add it all together, it's right around uh, 15 to 25 total over two days. That actually has been consistent. I think where it gets confusing is at what time points you're going to see the breakdown of those totals. Does that make any sense? Oh, it makes a lot of sense. Definitely. And with the Mm -hmm. winds, I mean, that's when it's really scary. So correct. Exactly. When you're on the road and it just, it's a whiteout. That's terrifying. Yeah. Incredibly dangerous too. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Bradley. Did I I cut you off? No, no. I was just going to say, if you could address the wind a little bit in terms of like timing for when the winds are going to be at the worst. Absolutely. So winds are going to be an issue starting tomorrow, especially Wednesday afternoon throughout your Thursday forecast. And what that means, too, is even when the snow starts to taper Thursday afternoon into the evening, it still will be blizzard-like conditions because blizzard conditions hinge on visibility. And with more than a foot of snow having Mm. fallen and those strong winds, you're not going to be able to see much, especially as you get out from the immediate downtown areas. So we do have blizzard warnings in place to our west. And that, again, is for the time period more so Wednesday afternoon throughout Thursday, that's when the visibility is going to be the worst because that's when the winds are the strongest. Again, as we head into tonight, even though we do still have those warnings, if you look at uh, watches and warnings, you see a lot going on in the state of Minnesota and Wisconsin. Mm. But do keep in mind the timing also matters because of the breakdown of when the heaviest snow is over the next couple of days. And like you mentioned, when the strongest winds are. So those blizzard warnings in place are more so tomorrow through Mm -hmm. Thursday, not tonight. Okay. All Mm -hmm. right. So we have a day to prepare for sure. You do. You want to stay off the roadways, especially tomorrow afternoon through Thursday, because those winds are going to be brutal. And that that snow is going to blow and drift very readily. So it will be hard to see how much snow you really have. Right. Because we'll have large piles of snow and then some areas where, you know, it's just kind of hard to tell. Oh, my goodness. Well, I just can't. Can you guys think of anything else that we can ask her while she's up here? What oh, she thinks about sh- Harry Styles and Jennifer Aniston possibly being a couple. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Bring it on. Exactly. Like, always here for a good pop culture chat. Right. But I do have to ask, like, yeah. going into the storm, one of the things that scared me a little bit mm-hmm. was, like, the roads are already kind of a nightmare yes. in the metro, at least. Um, yeah. Is I, I'm assuming that's just going to add to the sort of unknown factor of of uh, how we're able to get out and about the next couple days? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be slow travel for sure. And if you can stay off the roads, you're going to want to even tonight and tomorrow morning. But I, I still think folks are going to be able to get around okay. Not ideal, but okay tonight and tomorrow morning. Mm. But by Wednesday afternoon, that's when, like you said, the roads are already not ideal. They're not going to be great tonight. They're not going to be great tomorrow morning with still light snow tomorrow morning. But once you start seeing rates, snow rates, snowfall rates of two inches per hour, mm. and we're talking upwards of a foot of snow with this with the wind, it's just going to be almost impossible to keep some of the roadways clear and uh, to see also where a lot of the the lines are on the road. <laughs> I know you can't tell where <laughs> yeah. you are, and and also you know just remember. Staying home is the best option if you can. I always think about emergency vehicles Mm -hmm. being able to get through if there are a lot of crashes and things like that. So we need to make sure that our emergency, you know, first responders. 
Exactly. And, and get through. one thing I, I would want to mention, too, you know, with this first round, the three to six inches of snow tonight into early tomorrow, that's an amount of snow that we've all been through that will be just fine. But when we're talking about upwards of a foot of snow <sighs> tomorrow night into Thursday, uh, that's when it starts to be. Uh, very difficult to keep up with that sort of a pace. Mm. And I think, too, we don't oftentimes have those sorts of winds and those sorts of snow totals that are that widespread. Like, for example, tonight's snow of the the three to six, that's through a pretty narrow band that just cuts through central Minnesota into west central Wisconsin. But the widespread foot plus of snow as we head into Wednesday night and Thursday, that's not a narrow banding. That's pretty broad. Hmm. Like a big snow blower. Yes. <laughs> Mother nature is just blowing 100%. across Minnesota. Yeah, okay. so it's not one of those snowstorms where we're saying, oh, it could be a close hit or miss. You know, we're the uncertainty with this is not whether we're going to see a lot of snow. Uh, it's more so when you're talking about this amount of moisture available and the incredible forcing that we have with this system. It's more so and kind of having a, an understanding that once you're talking about snowfall totals between 15 and 25 inches over a couple of days, you got to be okay with the fact that we'll have a pretty significant range. Hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? You know, when it's two to four inches, you can pretty confidently say, oh, we're not going to see 10. But when you're, when you're talking (laughs) about a foot and a half of snow, your neighbor may have 18 inches. You may have 12, right? You know, we're going to see, we're going to see a little bit larger range mm-hmm. when you're that high with these snowfall totals if that makes sense absolutely and ren thank you so much for we joining us and busy. pulling you, you off uh, off um your very busy day but really quickly mm-hmm. i mean you've been covering storms for many many years yeah. i feel like there's a tendency for people to be like ah oh, it's a storm why is yes. everybody making such a big deal can you just briefly yeah. just tell people what you think about this storm that makes you you know just want to point out its its unique nature well i think you know, Minnesota doesn't get a whole. I've, I've covered these sorts of snowfall totals before out east. Mm-hmm. But Minnesota, you know, if, if we do end up seeing um, upwards of 16 inches of snow, um, we're going to be talking about at least a top five hmm. uh, snowstorm for oh. the for the Twin Cities, for the Twin Cities. Now, that's going to vary depending on what city you're talking about. For But for the Twin Cities, that, that would be the case. Um, 17.1 inches of snow back in 2010 would be our number five. If we get to 20 inches, which I, I think 20 inches is going to be more isolated. But if we get there, then we're going to tie with the the third top 20 snowfalls for the Twin Cities. So we're starting to get within, you know, the this category of top storm systems. Yeah. Right. But it's more, like James Cameron is making <laughs> the snowstorm. And he's competing with himself. The James yes. Cameron of snowstorms. Yes, I love it. Yes, it is. But I think I think you guys have already touched on one of the things that I am the most concerned about is not really just the snowfall totals, but the fact that these winds, you know, whenever you're talking about the visibility like this, temperatures are not are going to be more so uh in teens and single digits. A lot of road treatment salt doesn't work perfectly with those no. conditions. And we all saw earlier this winter in especially December. Do you yeah. guys remember oh. highways being shut down? Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of what makes this so dangerous is that when you get these impassable roadways and people still decide to go out, they can find themselves stuck for a long period a of time. Scary, scary situation. Absolutely. Right. So so more so than, you know, I think Minnesota, winter in Minnesota, we're all accustomed to some significant snowfall. It's more so what makes it dangerous is more so the decisions we make 
during that. Absolutely. <laughs> so she's saying be smart. Yeah, be smart. And the best way to be smart is to um, stay tuned to Ren and the well, entire team over at KSTP 5 Eyewitness News. Ren, Claire, thank you thank so you. much Thanks. for stay joining safe. us and stay safe and best of luck. When we come back, my talkers, we're going to tell you what you need to have in the back of your car uh, should you be out and about in this mess when we come back right here on Snow Talk 1071. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Are you thinking of losing some weight? And if you are, take it from me. Put your trust in Livia Weight Control Centers. I was actually just at the Roseville location yesterday, and they have this program that is so amazing. It's always been easy, but now it's even easier because they've worked in things that you can just buy at the grocery store a lot easier. It's called the Flex Program, and you should definitely call them because you can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks. So join today. Get your first eight weeks free. Oh, yeah. Let me mention that. When you mention me, say you heard it from Don McLean on my talk, and they will give you that uh, that special there. So call today, 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. You can trust them because they put together a plan that's made for you. They are registered dietitians and nutritionists, so they know what they're talking about. Eight weeks free. When you mention me, call today, 855 855- Go Livia or visit livea.com. Hey everyone, Ms. Bradley Trainer. No talk 1071. Everything snow, everything entertainment. It sounded like you said no talk. I was like, oh, that would suck. <laughs> yep, yep. Can you imagine? We're having a vowel uh, silence. Crickets. We're doing a retreat, a silent retreat. Uh, so we have, you just heard from Ren Claire uh, from uh, downstairs, KSTP, and you know, a lot of great information about don't drive if you don't have to. Uh, it could be really dangerous, especially tomorrow night. That was the big message there. And if you do have to drive in general, I have a list here from the Minnesota Department of Public Safety about what you should have in your car. Oh, okay. In addition to a snowblower, what else do you want? Yeah. It, well, you know what? There are a lot of things on this list that I am like, okay, I don't have that. Okay. And well, so this is a really good list. I uh, I look forward to this because this is, even though I live in the city, I usually am like, I don't need to put stuff in my car. I'm in the shitty. Oh, but guess what? No, no, you If do. you get stuck on a road. That's true. You need to get unstuck. So what do we need? You need jumper cables. I don't have. Actually, I do have those. Manual jumper cables, yes. Okay. All right. Um, an ice scraper and brush. Got that. That's kind of a no-brainer. A portable shovel. Ooh, don't have that. Ooh, yeah. A flashlight with backup batteries. Ooh, I don't have that. Do you have that? I don't. We need to go on to that Timu website and buy all these. Oh my God, we'll do it for like $20. <laughs> Seriously. All right, let's do um, it. A first aid kit. Don't have that. Okay. Cell phone charger and adapter. I have that. I do have that. Uh, pencil and paper. I have a pen. Is that okay? Yes, you have paper, like a little yeah. notepad, in case you need to write somebody's yeah, yeah. license plate down. I just I just have my, uh, my car manual, mm. so I'll just draw on that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay. Um, you can go to the dollar store and get a little <laughs> I know, pad. I know. I'll get you one. Um, extra gloves, jacket, hat, socks, boots. I have a blanket. Uh-huh. That's also on here, but do you have extra gloves, jacket, no. hat, socks, boots? No. Water. No. Okay. Snacks. No. But I really will enjoy getting some granola bars and protein bars. <laughs> Uh, also, hand and toe warmers are good to no, have. No, no, but that those are um, those are everywhere these days. You can pick those up at the gas station. I bet. I think you can. Yeah, um, large plastic garbage bag. What do you need a garbage bag for? Maybe to pick up debris off the road if you crash what? your car. I'm saying, like, if you run into oh. the side of the thing and you've got, I don't know, don't go in the road. You just need a garbage bag. That's what they say. <laughs> She's I like, I don't know. I just get a garbage I'm not, bag. I'm not going to use my imagination because, you know, what happens when, well. Okay, a They're whistle. They're very, very good at uh, insulating and keeping in heat. So if you oh. have absolutely nothing else, oh, that's I an see. Op- opportunity when you're outdoors. Yeah, like uh, when you were in high school mm-hmm. and like when I was on the wrestling team and I had yes. to make weight. Yeah, and you just ran I around in a trash that was bag. Not me, oh, FYI. I had a boyfriend who did that. That's can you see me on the wrestling team? <laughs> yes, I can. Are you kidding me? Girl. All right. Um, Should have seen me in high school. Um, a whistle. What do you need a whistle for? If you are stuck at like, let's say that you, a big plow comes by and you're covered in snow. I mean, a lot of things can happen where you need help. You crash your car and you got to blow that whistle. (laughs) Okay. I I think the only thing I'm enjoying more than learning what I need in my car is Dawn's explanation for why I need it in my car. Because AKA the only reason I could think of a plastic bag is like. If you found a dead animal on the side of the road and a whistle, a field like, am I, if I'm in the boonies, maybe. Well, just put a whistle in there, okay? But, like, I just, you know, being on, like, 30, you know, 37th in Chicago, I'm probably not going to need a whistle. I can just walk to someone's Bradley, house. Bradley, if you're on your way to Duluth, you'll need a whistle. Okay. Small candles and matches. A Swiss Why, Army knife. Why, am I starting a fire? Bradley, I'm not going to get through the list if you don't... <laughs> You might have to. Okay, fine. Swiss Army knife or other basic tool. Okay. Bag of sand or non-clumping kitty litter. That I do know, so you can get yourself out of a a Mm -hmm. stuck spot. Yes. Sleeping bag or blankets. Got that. Red bandana or cloth. Oh, is that to wave down passersby? with your whistle and your... Do you know, I also feel like this would be good to have during the TV series Last of Us if there's a a mushroom zombie apocalypse. Yeah, this is basically like a bug out bag. Um, You have road flare or reflective warning triangles. I don't have those. I do not. Uh, Towing cables or chain. Oh, I am so behind. I am like, I have like four things on here. Yeah. I think we need a city version. I have a zombie apocalypse, apocalypse, like bug out bag. Like if a disaster happens, I have that, but not a snow What is in that that's not on this list? You have like food, like MREs well, yeah, and things that's, like that. That's on this list. So Granola that... bars. No, this this is like meals for a month. Okay. Okay. Well, I think you need to focus on what's actually in front of you, which <laughs> no, is a weather don't event. Don't shame me. You don't have any of this either. I had a blanket. No, I don't have a plastic bag. Hey!
Hey, Dawn, thank you. Put that on our, will you put that on our I show links page? Yes. When we come back, we have a very special guest joining us. Joe Powman, Director of Transportation Maintenance and Repair at Minneapolis Public Works Department. We'll talk to him about... Bye. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. We are calling our show today Snow Talk 1071. And uh, Bradley here did some great work this morning. I just ate my meal and he actually arranged good interviews. Who do we have? We have a special guest with us uh, here this segment. Yeah, I'm really excited to welcome to the show Joe Palman, Director of Transportation Maintenance and Repair at Minneapolis Public Works Department. And it's all because um, I saw that story, and maybe you saw it as mm-hmm. well, Dawn, about yep. the city of Minneapolis uh, opening up some free parking spaces. And I know the city's working on some other stuff, too. So I thought we could check in with Joe. Joe, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, let's just start right with the story I saw over um, in the Star Tribune this morning about those free uh, parking spaces the city has opened up. Can you tell us a little bit more about how folks can access those? Sure. We have about 1,300 spaces opened up um, around the down, around the Basilica and um, the Farmer's Market area in Minneapolis. Um, I, they are open and free of charge to parking right now. Our hope is that... Um, you know, people will plan ahead and that, um, you know, hopefully those spaces can help people plan where to park their car during this uh, snow event. And how long do those spaces stay open for? Um, right now, the spaces will stay open until the end of the snow event. So right now, um, we will probably declare a snow emergency tomorrow night starting at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, a snow emergency is a three-day event um, unless otherwise specified. This this is a larger event, and so it is possible that we may need to do back-to-back snow emergencies or potentially a modified snow emergency where we, you know, stop the snow emergency and, and start it up again. Gotcha. So you're wanting to keep these cars off the streets, obviously, so that uh, plows can get through. When you're preparing for something like this, um, what is the thing that makes you most, I don't want to say nervous, but the thing that you sort of fret about the most sure you know i I think we start by preparing for this snow event the way we prepare for any snow event however the you know the the sheer volume of snow potentially over 20 inches and the duration of the storm is what what makes it most challenging um our first priority is to keep our arterial routes open uh, to make sure emergency vehicles right you know can get where they need to go um and so, you know, I think it's the volume and the duration of the storm, you know, that that's obviously going to be the biggest challenge with this one. 
Joe, we're talking, uh, I should say listeners, we're talking to Joe from uh, Joe Palman from the Minneapolis Public Works Department about this storm. Can you talk a little bit about the other things the city is currently uh, preparing for? And uh, then I'd love to talk about some things like our listeners can do in preparation. But what what's what's what else is going on over at Public Works right now? I'm sure you guys are super busy. Sure. I think, you know, the majority of our activities right now are, you know, revolving around, you know, the, the upcoming snow event. Um, you know, anytime we, we get over a foot of snow, it, it becomes, a, you know, a unique event and a, and a greater challenge than normal. Um, you know, again, we, we ask people to prepare ahead of time, you know, hopefully to find a, a spot, you know, for their car. The biggest challenge to plowing the streets is is the cars parked on the street. Um, you know, along with with this, you know, hopefully people can help their neighbors, you know, in shoveling sidewalks and, and, and things like that. It's it's going to be a, you know, a greater burden and challenge for, for everybody um, with this event. Joe, it looks like, um, from what I see here, you have one, two, five lots that are in the downtown Minneapolis area where people can park their cars and it could be over a three day or more period. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but have you seen any response from St. Paul or what their plan is? Uh, I have not. Um, we do stay in contact with St. Paul, you know, regarding plans for snow emergencies. Um, we just know for the communication piece, it's, it's always easier if, if we kind of, you know, go at the same time with snow emergencies. Um, I, I do not know, um, you know, St. Paul's plan for parking spaces, however. No problem. Just thought I would ask. So, so Joe, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how people can prepare themselves. You know, you mentioned uh, plow or um, beginning to shovel sidewalks. I imagine the whole conversation right now is going to come up again about salt and sand. And if I remember correctly, the city of Minneapolis, at least the first time we dealt with these big storms in December this year, um, there were some spots throughout the city of Minneapolis, at least, where folks could pick up some sand. Could you talk a little bit about like how best we can prepare? pair maybe sidewalks or alleyways or um you know uh, whatever surfaces we are responsible for to to hopefully give them the best shot before the snow comes sure i I think you know as with removal of snow on the street i think the name of the game is going to be hitting the surfaces multiple times um you know during the event and after i i don't think anyone wants to deal with you know 20 plus inches of snow all in one shot um, as you said, we do have locations around the city, um, which you can find on our website, um, where, you know, free sand um, for residents can be obtained. Wow. And and I would like to also just mention out there, since we do have uh, the station here, we have a relationship with um, a program for the elderly. It's called Friends & Co. And just remember, if you have neighbors out there who are, you know, elderly, Make sure and pay attention to that and help them with their with their driveways yeah. and, and their sidewalks. Um, it's the neighborly thing to do. Uh, yeah, and a, you know, a lot of people they don't have the mobility, or even just people who don't have mobility to get out and do these things. So, just wanted to keep that in mind as well. Uh, now, are you um, preparing for what could happen if this goes into the weekend? I know you said that you could sort of double up on making this a double snow event. Have you looked that far? Sure. Yeah, we're already looking into our our staffing for the for the weekend for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we know as I said that this could be a, a back-to-back snow emergency, but we also know that to dig out, you know, completely from an event like this, you know, can take a couple of weeks um, mm-hmm. with corner clearing and 
and, you know, this is going to be a fluffier snow. So any wind that we get, you know, will cause redrifting and things like that. So yes, for the, you know, foreseeable, you know, next few days, we're definitely prepared, but we're also preparing for this, you know, for the removal of, you know, the snow to, to take some time. Uh, we're talking to Joe Palman, Director of Transportation uh, uh, for Maintenance and Repair over at Minneapolis Public Works. Joe, I know it is just the city of Minneapolis, and I know a lot of our listeners are beyond um, the city limits, but I was thinking, uh, in addition to, um, oh gosh, now my question just flew out of my head. I was thinking in addition to, oh yeah, so 311 is an easy resource to pick up the phone and call if there are spaces that are not getting plowed or not getting shoveled in a timely basis. Do you have any recommendations for the best way to, you know, communicate um, problem areas throughout the city? I, I think you nailed it. I think 311 is, is the best way, um, you know, that we're able to respond to all of those, you know, in order and in a timely manner. And, you know, it's the best way for us to, you know, be notified that that something is in need of attention. And and people just also need to be patient. Uh, you know, if I would say, you know, if there's a car in the middle of the road and it would be dangerous, you know, for an emergency vehicle to get through, that would be something to call about. Uh, but you guys are doing the best you can. I've also seen that you're shutting down, you know, other projects that are going on right now um, so that you can focus on getting more plows out there. Um, th- that's true, I assume. Yes. Yep. You know, we're, we're uh, yeah, we are shutting down some of our other projects that we have going on at the city right now um, in other public works divisions. And this is, you know, an event of this size is, is definitely an all hands on deck um, effort. So, um, as you said, we, we appreciate the patience of our residents and, and, you know, we just ask people to try to prepare ahead of time. All right, Joe, I got to ask a question now. Um, so we've been talking a lot about like how we prepare and Don was reading through a list of all the things we should have in our car. Like, what's the thing? Cause I feel like as somebody who's been in public works probably for a number of years or, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I bet you've got some advice or like, what's the piece of advice that you always wish people knew when it came to severe weather events like this? Well, here in this, it's a great question. Here, here in the city of Minneapolis, um, you know, the, the greatest challenge um, is the parking. You know, it, it's much easier to clear a street that doesn't have cars parked on it. And so we really rely on people to, uh, you know, make themselves aware of what the rules, rules are and, and to try to follow the rules, you know, as, as best they can. Well, thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate your time today. We know you're super busy and, um you know, probably just waiting for being prepared as much as possible for the city. And we just thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Again, um, that's Director of Transportation Maintenance and Repair, Joe Palman from Minneapolis Public Works Department. Super nice of him to join us today, Don, and give us... I know, again, a lot of our listeners are not in Minneapolis, and you're like, hey, I don't live in Minneapolis, but I imagine a lot of the same rules apply, sure. although I know you have a, like, a bone to pick with St. Paul. Hopefully we'll oh, find out well, you know. what, uh, what they're doing in the next few days, um, because I'm sure... Even if they're not opening up um, th- like those different parking spots, I bet they've got a whole plan in place. And I'm sure whatever city you live in, whether it's um, you know one of the cities north, south, east, or west of Minneapolis, they've also got you know um, different plans in place. I know we were getting 
we had a listener. I can't think of exactly what suburb they were in right now, but they had uh, parking spaces that were being opened as well. So oh, nice. So I, I I feel like people don't think about that. Like why why aren't you parking in your driveway? So many people in residential areas don't have on or uh, off street parking. Right. Especially in and around the metro, and. Um, I will tell you as someone, and I'm sure you've had this experience too, Don. but uh, back in, like when I was living in downtown Minneapolis, mm-hmm. that was the bane of my existence, was constantly to, right. in this weather trying to find a safe place to park that my uh, like rear view mirror or uh, side mirrors were not going to get, you know, clunked. Destroyed, right. <laughs> I just think about places like Uptown, where, yeah. you know, the, the residents around yeah. there, there's just... <laughs> You know, the apartments there and just homes that don't have driveways and, you know, it's just the older parts of the city. Also, I think, you know, as far as me being the messenger of the St. Paul (laughs) situation, I've never lived right in. I guess I have. um, I have lived in St. Paul, but um, the areas that are more problematic, we were talking off the air about how, how, you know, St. Paul was here first. You know, that's. The city is older, and so the streets are smaller. They were not built on a grid like Minneapolis, exactly. for sure, which yeah. has created all sorts of unique um, unique spots, and it depends on the area of the city. I, I went to college right over in Mac Groveland, and there might be a lot of beautiful, wide boulevards over there, but there are so many other places throughout St. Paul that have those like windy, crazy, non-grid-aligned streets that I'm sure makes it even more difficult. And there can be reasons why, if you see cars that are covered in snow that didn't move, just think about, you know, there could be reasons why they couldn't move their car, so give everybody a little bit of grace. Yeah. This time. But I'm hurry sorry. up and take care of stuff because your time's running out and we yes. got, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it'll be fine. Uh, just plan as if it wouldn't be fine. And ask somebody, do you need me to help you with anything if you feel like you are fine? Do you know who we need to help us now? Who? Mike. That's right. Because we're going to play a game. That means he's got to spin his wheel so that we can find out what game we're playing when we come back right here on Snow Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We are here for you. It's Snow Talk 1071, and pew, it is pew. already uh, the end of the show. I know. We have to play a game, though, first, and Mike's going to spin that wheel. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, we are going to play a game. Take a little break from the snow talk to, uh, or maybe not. I don't know. It depends on where this wheel lands. Oh, oh. oh my gosh. I can't think of Foreshadowing. any snow related well, I can't think of any snow related games, but it's possible, I guess. Here we go. Let's okay. go spin the wheel and see what happens. I feel like he's teasing us. Yeah, of course he is. I really, I'm, I'm really not. I guess <laughs> it's totally random. Now I wish I was uh, planning ahead. Oh, could have been teasing you, but it's like. Uh oh. What is this? That's a little name that tune once again. Oh, that song never sticks in my head. This is one that people just love. I get such uh, great feedback when we play a little name that tune. So hopefully everyone's excited as we are going to (laughs) play. And there's a, uh, I believe, a special theme. Let me pull up here my. uh, Yes, there's a special theme. Last week, Grant was able to take down. Uh, Dawn in Super Bowl uh, halftime show songs. That, but here's the deal. Mm-hmm. What he did is that he always made me have to play. Oh. So that was his well, strategy. Well, it worked you, apparently. You given you given him you given some hints to uh, Bradley over there. I know. No. Now I know what to do. <laughs> but then, <laughs> what? then I'll just do it. 
back to him, and then no one will name any. Oh my God, you are so aggrieved by Grant's (laughs) performance. You know, I think you've done actually better than I have every time we've played this game. I'm pretty sure last time was the first time you won, uh, Bradley. Last time you two played. Yeah. So I think uh, Don took the first three times you two played this game. So let's get it started. You know how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a clue about a song, and then you will uh, tell me and bid back and forth how many seconds it'll take for you to name that song. Hey, it's fun. It is fun. Let's start it off with this first one. Uh, this song, and I flipped a coin. Who wants to call it? Tails. It was Tails. Good job. Uh, you're going to start from one of the biggest acts ever. No, sorry. I forgot to tell you the overall theme for today. Okay. The theme for Snow. today are all songs that never made it in the top 40. Okay. Oh, okay. No. Songs that never made it into the top 40. Now, th- you, that's a huge, obviously, when it comes to radio. Top 40 hits. That's huge. Yeah. And right. all of these are massive hits that never actually made oh, it top 40 wow. on the Billboard okay. Hot 100 Massive. Charts. So here we go. We'll start things off with this one. From one of the biggest acts ever, this was certified three times multi-platinum with three million units sold. But while this sweet song has had seen some success commercially, it has not translated on the charts it peaked at number 41 in 1972 okay at least that's what this version peaked at oh there's your hint mm. there's your hint you just okay. start on okay uh bradley i can name that tune in six seconds dawn i can name that tune in three seconds name that tune three seconds here we go three seconds uh that is um uh oh god i can't think of it i know who it is uh that is yes the guess for you is sweet lady (laughs) that's cute Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. Oh, oh man. Why couldn't I get that? That's that song that just went viral again. It did. Oh, that gosh. version did. With that version Brittany. definitely made it in the top 40. So there we go. First one's going to go the way of Dawn. Good mm. job. Thanks. See? I didn't do anything. Well, I know. That's... But you did. Gloss. Girl. A little lip. A little that's lip how gloss. this game works. You actually can win without winning. Okay. All right. You just can't not. Yeah, just you, you, don't yeah, lose. You don't, there you go. Yeah. Here we go. This next one, and we got to pick it up. Wow, I just realized the time. All right. uh, this powerful, slow-moving, melodic hit has seen commercial success, but looking at the Billboard Hot 100, you would not have known it. It peaked on the charts in 1998 mm. at uh, 20. Or excuse me, at 51. 98, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who gets to go first? Uh, Bradley gets to go first. How many seconds? Dawn, I can name that tune in six seconds. Bradley, I can name that tune in five seconds. Dawn, uh, I can name that tune in four seconds. <laughs> Bradley, name that tune. All right, Bradley, get ready to name this tune in four seconds. Again, a powerful, slow-moving, melodic hit that has had commercial success, but it topped the charts at 51. Here you go. There's oh. your time. I took a hand around. And I see my reflection in a big plate of nachos landslide. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Nailed it. It was Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, oh, God. It was 
the actress who plays Xena Warrior Princess does a whole thing about <laughs> Stevie Nicks opening up a fajita roundup restaurant. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Goodness. And she sings, and I see my reflection in a big plate of nachos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You nailed it. Nicely Lucy done. Lucy Lawless? Yeah. Okay. I should get a point for that, uh, right? No. You should not. No, I'm sorry. Don, no. you get to go first, though. You okay. get that. Are you ready? Yep. This apocalyptic nature, maybe the apocalyptic nature of this tune kept it from uh, having a ton of success as it only peaked at 69 in 1988. Hmm. And we are under two minutes, okay, so let's um, roll it along. That's just, wow. No, I'm just I telling you. I can name that tune in five seconds. Uh, I can name that tune in four seconds. Bradley, name that tune. <laughs> All right, here we go. Can Don just doesn't want to guess today. This apocalyptic nature of this tune may have contributed to why it only got up to 69. Here you go. That's great. It starts with a... Um, oh, God. Name uh, that tune. The end of the world as we know it. And Nailed it. Mouth. Nicely yeah. done. It's the end of the world. You got it. Big hit there, and you were up to two now, Bradley. Dawn, you got to fire back here. you got to get this one right. Okay. Bradley gets to start the bidding, though. This one didn't just fail to crack the top 100 or top 40. This song, which is arguably the band's biggest, never even made the charts. Dawn, I can name this tune in five seconds. Bradley, I can name this tune in four seconds. Name that tune, Dawn. What year was it? Uh, it doesn't say a year. Oh boy, it said that's it did, real rough. It didn't just crack the top one hundred, uh, okay. top forty. It arguably is the song, the band's biggest hit, but never made the charts. Here okay. we go. Okay. Oh, um, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh. No. Um, uh, oh shoot. You're what right. was it? it was the right band. Oh shoot. This is. It's comfortably oh, oh, comfortably numb. numb. Oh, shoot. Oh, oh, well. You tried. Oh, darn. You tried, Dawn. That's right. I tried one. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and with what that, did she Bradley not takes, win? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we don't what's have, my consolation? We haven't had a consolation prize in a while. I've been waiting to give okay. what, this one away. Listen to this exciting thing. All right. And a $25 savings bond from Seven Seas Delicious Salad Dressings your whole family will a love. Salad a salad dressing savings bond? A $25 savings bond from a salad dressing company. Oh, my <laughs> Seven Seas. Wow. So proud of you. Wow. Thank Congrats, you. Don. Don't spend that all in one place. No. In 25 years. All right. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today on Snow Talk 1071. We now return you to your regularly scheduled My Talk with Lori and Julia. We'll be back covering things live with a great weather event tomorrow no. from noon to the 3 blizzard. on My Talk 1071. Bye!